Welcome to Tamar Talks, where music is constant and discovery is endless. Now your host is ready to tell it all. Ashley Tamar! Hey you guys, what's up? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon whenever you're listening to me. It's your girl Ashley Tamar, aka Tamar. I am so glad to be back on the air to talk to you guys about hot topics and more things that's going on in my world. Would love to know what's going on in your world. I'm so glad to be back in the States from doing some amazing shows with the New Power Generation, Prince's original band in Australia and Japan. More on that later. Um, but we have a great special guest, Miss Kim Berry, hairstylist to the stars, mainly to Prince Rogers Nelson. And I'm excited to share her story with you. You guys, please be inspired. I hope you are. I hope you are. I know it inspired me. I know before we get into this amazing, powerful story, did you guys know that the Music Modernization Act was finally voted on and it was unanimously voted by the United States House Judiciary Committee. That is a big deal. Let me tell you why. Because for those artists, songwriters who were writing pre-1972, they were denied digital compensation. And that was a big deal for years and years and years to come. So I'm so excited to know we are making some strides in our music business. Um, and it just it just says a lot to how things can possibly change no matter how long it will take. And justice will always come. So I'm so excited to know that more writers will start to get their compensation. Because, guys, listen, when songs are played on the radio, it's not just that simple. There's a lot that goes into those songs on the radio. And a lot of those artists pre-1972, songs that we're still listening to today, they are not eating off of those royalties. So congratulations to those artists who are about to see some checks. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. But anyways, I'm going to sign off on this and let you guys hear the amazing story of Hairstylist to the Stars, Miss Kim Berry. Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Ashley Tamar, a.k.a. Tamar, and I'm so excited to talk to this amazing woman. We have so many things in common, but what's so crazy is I haven't seen her in a long time, and I'm excited to announce a lot of stuff that she has going on and coming up, but she is officially a true sister of mine, a big sister of mine, hairstylist to the stars, in particular to the greatest of all time. <laughs> Please welcome Miss Kim Berry to Tame My Talks Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to talk to you, Kim. You got so much going on. You're going to Minneapolis, and and but you, there's so much more to you that people don't know. Tell people, like, who is Kim Berry? Where did Kim Berry start? She's not just a mother and an entrepreneur, but you are really a real sister, down to earth, real, real, real. So tell people who Kim Berry really is. Yes, ma'am. I Look, I tell everybody, I said I'm Joanne's daughter and I'm Sierra's mama. Uh, <laughs> you know, I said, um, it don't get too much more basic than that. I said, but um, just growing up in the neighborhood at South Central, um, went to, uh, you know, Valley High School, El Camino High School, left there, went to, uh, uh, was sitting around the house when I graduated. That's what it was, girl. Um, sitting around the house and told my mother I was going to take a year off school. She let me chill out for about a couple months. She said, okay, now what you going to do? You going to go to school? You going to get a job? Or you going to get the hell out of my house? I said, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so I went stomping down the street mad, girl, walked into Pacific Beauty College right here on Crenshaw. And fifty uh, fourth, and um, in L.A. And um, before I know it, the man had me signing on the dotted line. And uh, nine months later, I was a hairstylist. I said, "Lord, how? What? What just happened?" I said. <laughs> so yeah, I got kind of forced into doing hair. People were like you always wanted to do hair. No, ma'am, I I, I was forced into it because my mother was like, "You gonna do something or get out of her house?" So uh, that's basically how the story began. Didn't know she was pushing me into my destiny. Wow, Kim, I don't think I even knew that. Okay, so you basically discovered a passion out of kind of like a, a frustration. Is it something like, were you passionate about other things growing up or was it like you just didn't really know what you wanted to do? Well, I, you know, I was going to school. I wanted to be a doctor. That was my original plan. And, um, but, you know, like I said, I was buckled down and hammering school so hard. I graduated in the top 10% of my class. I made sure, you know, that I did everything that mama told me to do and, uh, you know, keep them grades up and bring her that diploma. So I, I knew working hard and coming out of school, I was just like, okay, I, I, I need to take a break. I need to just chill. And, um, 
I said, I'm going to take a year off so I can get my life together and figure out, you know, if I really want to go into this medical field. And um, like I said, evidently, you know, they say you want to uh, make God laugh, tell him your plans and uh, uh, push me in a total different direction. So I wound up joining beauty college and the teacher used to ask me every day. She said, why are you here? I said, I'm here because my mother's making me be here. She said, OK, by the end of this uh, this year, I'm going to turn you into a hairstylist. I said, absolutely not. I'm only here just to get these credits and leave. And she was like, OK, she said, I- I'll show you better than I can tell you. And sure enough, during the middle of the, of the season um, session, uh, we had a 200 uh, student work, uh, nationwide um, hair show. And out of the 200 kids, and it was a two-day competition, the first day I took uh, first place. The top 10 came back. And out of the top 10, I, I turned my, my client's hair. I turned it orange. I turned it pink. I turned it green. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. She said, it's okay, Kim, just do your thing. I kept running to the teacher. Can you please help me? Can you please help me? She said, no, go back to your book. I was like, now you're helping everybody else in the class, but you're not going to help me. She said, I'm telling you, go back to your book. And sure enough, the second day I, I came back and whooped on them top 10 girl. And, um, and I said, wait, maybe I can do this. When I got my trophy and my, my check in my hand, she walked over to me and said, didn't I tell you I was going to make you a hairstylist? I said, wow. I said, okay, Miss Cooper, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kim, that's crazy. I mean, I'm sure looking back and looking at those moments, you're just like, okay, I stumbled into this and you ended up being top of everything. I mean, even in the professional world, like, I feel like you're this muse that's still underground and is finally coming to fruition. But okay, so let's let's tell people something that you learned in the school that actually apply not only in your professional life but what sets you apart i know what it is i'll speak on it after <laughs> but okay. what is something in the school that that you learned that just literally set you apart from everyone else hmm. um in the school uh i don't know i mean i learned so many lessons like i said um just not backing down um being bold, uh, knowing who I am, walking in my purpose. Um, cause just like I said, Miss Miss Cooper kept asking me, who, who are you? Why are you here? And I kept saying, I'm here because my mother making me be here. And didn't know, like I said, that all the time that I was actually being pushed into my destiny. Cause what other 18 year old, you know, winds up walking into the Prince camp, you know, and then hanging out just by circumstance, you know, was dating a bodyguard and then got introduced to his hairstylist. And the day she quit, then I get put on. So like, you know, so God set that up from gate. So like I said, I started out being a doctor and, and, and just went into a totally different arena and, um, but just being sharp and just being prepared. My daddy used to always tell me, he said, success is when opportunity meets preparedness. When the opportunity presents itself, will you be prepared? And sure enough, when I talked to the hairstylist and she was like, I'm going to quit. I said, you're not going to quit. I said, you work for the biggest entertainer in the world. She said, yes, not what you think. And Lord, after I walked a mile in her shoes, I said, oh, okay. Yeah, it is a bit challenging, but, um, yeah, it was just amazing. Just like I said, um, just not being scared, not being afraid, knowing who you are, knowing your purpose, knowing what you're really sent to do. And so that was just amazing. So they they got us ready, not just for the hair, hair skills, but for in life skills as well. So 18 years old, I didn't know that either. So 18 years old, what, okay, so we, this is, I know everyone's always waiting for these questions. What is it, because we all know, even people that did not work with him, we know those who have worked with him, he always sees something very unique in the people he brought around him. So what do you feel, or did he ever tell you, because he was that kind of guy, did Prince ever tell you what made him take a liking to you at 18? Um, you know what? He just used to tell me all the time, like, he used to ask me, am I from the country? And I'm like, no, I'm not from the country. I'm from Los Angeles. He said, you from Compton? And I said, no, I'm not from Compton. I said, you watch too many music videos. He said he really just liked it because I was a homegirl. You know what I mean? And that, you know, from somebody that just reminded him from somebody being in his neighborhood. And so he felt comfortable with me and he didn't have to, you know, hold no punches and wasn't, you know, wasn't, wasn't afraid, you know, and I didn't want nothing from him. I was just a young starry eyed kid, like, you know, but it, the trip about it was I wasn't a Prince fan. I wasn't a real, I knew, you know, little red Corvette and kiss and, you know, that kind of stuff, but never thinking ever 
the day would come that I would actually be touching the tresses of one of the greatest entertainers in the world. Um, like I said, when the mantle was handed to me, it was by fluke. They was like, we're going to be at this nightclub, get down to this club. And only because I knew the people was I able to even walk in the door. Because what am I walking at a club at 18 years old? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But I walked yeah. right through the doors and went right into that club, walked over to his table. The bodyguard looked at me, you know, shook his head. He looking at the bodyguard like, who is this you letting over here to this table? And I walked over to his table. I said, look, you don't have a hairstylist. I said, I do hair. I said, my name is Kim Berry. I said, this is my book. I said, I would love to do your hair. So he started flipping through the book. He's like, so you do hair? I said, yeah. He said, you got a salon? I said, yeah. He said, go set it up. So I go set the salon up, give the bodyguards the information. And so he called and he said, uh, Kim, and I said, this is Prince. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he said, um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. And I was like, oh, OK, well, no problem. I said, next time you come to L.A., just know you have a hairstylist. And he said, well, do you travel? And mind you, I'm 18 years old, never been out of Inglewood, let alone California. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he said, OK, the flight leaves in an hour. Um, we're sending the limos to come pick you up. I'm like, oh, my God. And so I hug up the phone. I call my mom. I'm like, oh, my God, mom, I just talked to Prince. And she's like, what? And she said, uh, quit lying. And I said, no, I'm telling you, I just talked to Prince. And so uh, I told her what happened. And she was like, you better get your colonizer, your hairspray and get to um, get to um, to LAX. So I get to LAX and um, his brother is there and him and a couple other people. We jump on the plane. We land in Minneapolis. Um, we get there. First time I saw snow and Christmas lights together. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, it does exist. I said, so um, we get to Paisley Park. They walk me up the stairs. I go in, you know, to the hair salon. And um, he said, go ahead and get set up. So I get set up. I do his brother's hair and like three or four of the women that's there. And um, they just in there hanging out or whatever. So um, I'm sitting there and I, you know, see the other room. And I was like, I see the purple rain jacket and the raspberry beret outfit. And I see some jewelry laying out. So they getting ready for something. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, look at all that. That's really nice, you know. So I said, but one thing my mama told me when you go in somebody else's house, you don't touch nothing that don't belong to you. And the rules are the rules. We don't care where you are. I said, that's right. OK. So I sat right there with my hands in my lap for one hour went by. Two hours went by. I said, what is going on? So about two and a half hours, his brother stuck his head at the door and said, you didn't steal nothing, did you? I said, you know what? I said, my mom ain't raised no food. Y'all play too much. He said, oh, you don't have to sit here. He was like, okay, let me show you where the bathroom is. He was like, okay, now he'll be in in a few minutes. I said, don't you leave me sitting here for another two and a half hours. So then finally about 10 minutes later, sure enough, Prince stuck his head in the door and he said, uh, hello. And I said, oh, he's so little. And I <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. So he says, uh, yeah, you got the job. He said, but you, you know, that was in 87, 88. He said, you uh, had them long SWV fingernails. He said, you got to leave those nails at the house. He said, because I'm tender headed. You can't have it in my head. I said, oh, okay. And I just started breaking them off right there in front of them. Click, 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 click. <laughs> he said, you know what? He said, yeah, you work. He said, okay. He said, go back to the, uh, go back to the uh, hotel. He said, um, we're going to, uh, pick you up in the morning. I was like, okay. Wow, Kim. It's just so crazy because the stories sound so similar. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, so when you when you started working with him, did it hit you that you were working with him or did it just hit you just like, okay, this is, this is where I'll be for the rest of, you know, did you just know that that was it? Like, okay, I'm set. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Absolutely not. No, I, cause I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, okay. He was like, we're leaving for Miami in the morning. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I'm thinking, aren't you going to get your hair done? And he was like, no, just go back to the hotel. So I'm like, okay. So girl, the next day we go to Miami, we stay in Miami for three days. We leave Miami. We go to Chicago. We stay there for three, four days. And every our only phone call I would get was, you good? Yeah. Okay. Get your bags ready. We're going to uh, the next city. We go to Atlanta. I said, I called my mother like, what is going on? And I said, who lives like this? And my mother said, you do. And I said, oh, and that's when my reality shifted. Like, okay, you're a celebrity hairstylist. You traveling with a celebrity. <laughs> like, if he wants to get his hair done, he can. If he doesn't, he will not. Okay, got it. So then finally he called and says, um, you know, get to, we get to New York. He said, get the salon ready. So I already knew all her, her habits. I knew what she used. I had already copied her table item for item. 
I, already, I was ready, locked and loaded, get to the salon, set up the salon. I wait for him to walk in. Now, while I'm waiting, his brothers are scaring me to death. Don't touch his ears. Don't put water on him. Don't spill no color. Don't look him in the face. Don't do. I said, if y'all don't stop it, I said, how am I going to do this man's hair? And I can't look him in his face. I said, what are you talking about? So they just gave me all kind of crazy rules. They laughing. Talking about, I'm telling you, Kim, don't do it. Don't do it. And I bet you everything they told me don't do, I did. I said, it was uh, it was just funny, and he just giggled and laughed, and we kept it moving. So it was real light. When he got done, we got through with our consultation. I won't cut, color, perm. Okay, let's go ahead and hook it up. I said, Kim, you got this. You was built for this. So it hooked him up. He looked in the mirror, touched his hair, you know, rubbed his little uh, beard and everything. He said, okay, thank you. He said, your car is waiting for you downstairs. And as quick as he was standing there, girl, he spun on them heels, girl, walked out that door and disappeared. I said, well, wait a minute. I said, what just happened? I was like, am I good? Do I have the job? What's happening? <laughs> I looked outside. The limo driver was just waving at me. I said, oh, okay. I got my own limo. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was just a whirlwind ever since. We've been together, been hanging ever since. Well, Kim, people don't understand the whirlwind. I'm sure, you know, you being prepared and on your toes is such an understatement, especially to this young generation. But was it something that just overtook you or did you really just own up to it even as a mom because your daughter uh, your daughter was how old at the time um my baby was non-existent like I said oh, when I got oh, hired that's class, right I 18 that's yeah, right okay. I had my baby till I was 30 so yeah so uh I was rolling with him a long time you know um and and lived through some 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 incredible events with that man you know and um but yeah definitely um, I just knew that, you know, I couldn't be afraid of who he was. And I think the good part about it was because I wasn't a fan. So I didn't have to spaz out and be tripping like, oh, my God, this is Prince. You know, I, I didn't treat I treated him like he was another client. And and I think that to me is what uh, allowed my longevity because he was he was a human being first. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, how can I service you? What can I do to get the job done? How, how can I make you, you know, get you to the next level and take this this hairstyling game? Uh, to, to whatever it is you needed to be. And, you know, I know make you on point because I know he was impeccable about his look, about the way he dressed. So I had to make sure that his hair was always on point. Well, Kim, something else that he he taught us was how he allowed the person who worked with him, he allowed them to work with others, like with me. And I feel one thing that I learned from you with working with him was how real and how raw you were. And is that something that you continually experience with other people you work with? Or did he really give you that confirmation that that's the best way to be in this industry as a whole? Yeah, that's what uh, that's what he's crap. He first he was calling me people's mamas because you know I used to boss people around or either trying to tell you what do don't do that now. Okay, okay, he don't like it when you do that. You know, I'm just trying to give tips because I'm like I don't see people get fired for less. Now, don't stay over here. Get over here in your lane. Don't be over there in their lane. You know. So I was just trying to you know keep the crew together and, and let's keep it moving. You know, um, but. Like I said, I think that motherly instinct um, just helped me, uh, you know, be around him more. I wasn't a yes man. And, and you know, but like I said, if he asked me a question, I just gave it to him real, you know. And and he laughed at me and he was like, you know what? You a trip. You something else. That's what they used to always say. He was like, you are something else. <laughs> but um, I think that that allowed me to just, you know, keep it keep it 100 with him as the new kids say, you know, and 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 it, I think that allowed for my longevity to stay around him longer because I wasn't, you know, you know, all up on him and, and, and expecting nothing. I knew I had a job to do and, and and we had to get it done, you know. Well, you have some products that were inspired by him. Tell us about these new products coming out, because I know I would love to get mine. Um, yeah, how how do you inspire them, of course? We had been through so many hair products and um, moisture is my main key to anything. Keeping the hair soft, as long as the hair stays soft, it will not break. Um, we um, we were big on, he fell in love with argon oil. So that's one of the major uh, uh, components of the hair products. Um, we have a moisturizing conditioner, um, you know, seeped in argon oil. Um, so we're just um, looking forward to that. And the great part about it is one of his favorite scents is one that he actually created, um, 3121. So it's going to be a Prince-inspired uh, product line so that, uh, you know, the clients will smell him as well as, you know, uh, be a part of what he and I had been creating, you know, 
uh, before his untimely passing. So I'm I'm just excited about it. We're going to have uh, uh, all types of hairsprays. It's going to be more so a finishing line, hairspray, oil sheen, the, the, the leave-in drops, and um, a deep conditioner. So I'm just looking forward to getting it to the people. And it's going to be able to cover all types of hairline, you know, hair, uh, I'm sorry, hair, structures so it'll be you know fine medium of course it'll be able to cover all uh, all the way across the board so white people say white hair and black hair no hair is just hair hair is green to me that's what color hair is so (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one you want to keep your hair on your head moisture is the key and so that's what we um focus on was making sure that the hair stays soft and that your scalp stays oiled and you know nourished and it's going to be a beautiful thing i can't wait to get it to the mat Ah, oh, Kim, so what's going on? What's, what events you have coming up? Tell us about, I know it's hard. It's hard for all of us still, but what, you know, tell us what are you excited and kind of, you know, bittersweet about as you travel to Minneapolis on this Memorial weekend? Yes, um, I am super excited. I got my team rolling with me. Uh, uh, just a great uh, amount of people that's going to uh, look out for Kim Barry, and it's just coming together really well. So we have a plethora of all types of events that we're going to. It's going to be autograph signings. Um, we have, uh, let me see, let me start on Monday. We have Alfonso Starr, who is hosting at the Poor House. And so that's going to be a meet and greet party. And then on Tuesday, we have bunkers. Uh, there's all what, what's happening is the, the actual groups that have formed since Prince passing two years ago. They're all getting together and they're doing all type of meet and greets so that all these people from all over the world are flying in to come be a part of this celebration. They're all going to meet and greet some people for the first time, some people for the second time. But it's, it's a trip because I told everyone that I've been behind the curtain for so long you know with the purple wonder and now to come out and be in front of uh in the front of the the team and and meet and greet the people on his behalf they treat me with such love and such respect and such adoration for one thing a lot of people didn't even know it was me that picture that got um um produced by steve parks steve parks is one of uh prince's longtime photographers i believe i was 19 years old and there's a picture of me braiding prince's hair and when people saw that picture on the internet it went crazy i got so many emails they're like it's you it's you is this you and i'm like yes it's me so um now i get to come out and tell the world you know because prince was quiet and kept to himself he didn't share his business with the world. So I was like Hollywood's best kept secret. So that's the beautiful part about it. So now I get to tell my story and tell my journey of walking with him. So I'm excited of meeting with the people. The brothers of Omega Sci-Fi, they're coming out and they're helping me. Craig Alexander with the Houston group there in um, Minnesota. And so him and all his brothers are coming together to help me put my event together, which is on 419. I'm just excited about that. 419, I'm going to put together a hair and fashion show at the Chanhassen Rec Room, which will happen from 5 to 9 p.m. And so I'm just super excited. Uh, we have some guests coming from Mary's House, who Prince supported, as well as The Bridge, which is a teenage transitional home that he supported. So we're going to have them come and get glammed up. So it's going to be hair, fashion, music. Brother Jules is going to come spin all Prince music. So it's going to be nothing but a party, y'all. You know, we're going to do it just like Prince did it his whole entire career. And I'm, I'm not going to let him down. I got Diamonds and Curls is coming out. So I want everybody to go to the website, www.kimbeonset, K-I-M, the letter B-O-N-S-E-T, kimbeonset.com. There you can sign up for the newsletter. You can know about all our things that's going on. My main thing is if you are an aspiring artist and um, the Glam Slam Beauty Day, which will be happening on um, 419, will be traveling to a city near you. So everybody get ready. If you have a salon you want me to come visit and teach and talk to, I can do that. We want the young women to know to stay positive, stay focused, don't let no negative energy in your space. Uh, also, get an online presence. That's one thing. Now, me, uh, me, social media is major. If you don't have an online presence, all agencies want to know that you have an online presence that they can go look and see your work. So definitely an online presence, a website. That's one of the main things. Practice, photo shoot, get network, get with all the people you can, makeup artists, hairstylists, clothing artists, get with them. 
uh, get you a team together and just stay focused. Do photo shoots all the time. I'm 30 years in and I'm still doing photo shoots because that book has to be polished at all times. And now your new portfolio is your Instagram page. So you have to show them top of the line work. So that's one of the major things I would say. No negative energy in your space. Stay focused, stay prayed up, stay grinding. Well, you guys heard it here first. Tamar Talks Radio with Kim Berry, honoring Prince, remembering Prince, and what better way to do it than to talk amongst ourselves with those who have worked with him. And I hope that you guys had some more insight as to our journeys working with Prince Rogers Nelson, as well as being encouraged and inspired that sometimes you just don't know what your passion is. Sometimes you just find it on a fluke. So thank you so much, Kim Berry, for being a part of my Tamar Talks radio podcast. You guys, this is your girl, Ashley Tamar, a.k.a. Tamar. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow me, www.tamardavis.com and all the social media handles, The Tamar. Davis. You guys, I can't let this day go by without saying happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday to my dad. You guys help me wish my dad, Nolan Davis, a happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to all the April babies, all of you Aries. I think we're still in Aries, right? Yeah. Aries. All right, it's your girl Ashley Tamar. Thank you so much for listening to Tamar Talks Radio. Please enjoy this rare recording of me singing tenderly. And um, please jam out and remember Prince Rogers Nelson. Mommy, this is local, right? How, 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 how
gonna go Put your clothes in the pile On the floor Take your pink from the Japanese robes and sandals Drink champagne from a glass with chocolate handles Don't you wanna come? 31, 21 Gonna be so much fun 
Would you be a happy boy or a girl? 
Let me guide you to the purple rain. 